some of y'all don't even know what neck bones and rice is. Some y'all talking about it here. Episode one of the Net Bones and Rice podcast. Yay! Round of applause. Woo! Because I'm finally here. I know, I know everybody has been, you know, sending me messages like, girl, when are you gonna start your podcast? When you gonna start your podcast? It's coming, it's coming, I'm here. Hello, I am the Madam Queen. I am the host of this wonderful Neck Bones and Rice podcast. We're going to get into a lot of stuff. A lot of things has happened. A lot of things are getting ready to happen, especially for you personally in your life and things that's going on around us. And I just want to make sure that y'all hear my voice and my take on what's going on. It's going to be so many things that we're going to talk about. You know, I know one, y'all want to know why the name Neck Bones and Rice. What is Neck Bones and Rice? Some of y'all don't even know what Neck Bones and Rice is. Ain't never even had the meal. Let me tell you, Neck Bones and Rice is my comfort food. My grandmother cooked it the first time I ever had it. My grandmother, may God rest her soul, Annie Ruth McElvin, cooked this meal for me. And I thought it was like this spectacular thing i'm like oh this was like steak eggs and, po- and potatoes and, and salad and, and some bread on the side you know had a nice restaurant that's what i thought it was to me at age seven eight nine that's what i thought neck bones and rice was i'm like oh this is expensive oh grandma going to get some some neck bones and when i could smell that vinegar in the pot cooking I just knew everything would be okay. I knew everything was getting ready to be good. I knew company might be on their way. I knew, you know, we were going to all sit down at the table together and feast and talk. And so now that's why I give you neck bones and rice because that was my comfort meal. That was my zone. That was the meal that tastes so good. It reminds me of home. Oh, did you feel like that? Y'all like how that sounded? (laughs) I was rapping. (laughs) But, but... You know, neck bones and rice is just wisdom. It's wisdom in that pot. You know, watching grandma stir that pot up, go check them neck bones. You know, uh, turn them around with that spoon a little bit to make sure that, you know, that gravy is settling in at the bottom. You could pour it all over your rice. That was good. That's that, that's the best part of it, right? That was the best part of it was the sauce. You know, I'm giving y'all that sauce on that rice and don't let granddaddy come in the kitchen and go ahead and throw them butter beans on the stove too because that's good all right up in there or some cabbage. That was the best meal. So I'm trying to give y'all the best meal that I've ever had. And I'm giving it to you in words. I'm giving it to you in my heart. I'm giving it to you from my emotions. And with that being said, with this these next topics that we're going to be like discussing on Neck, Bones, and Rice, you you getting ready to get my bowl and unfortunately you know this year a lot has happened i am newly divorced so i'm sorry y'all i'm sorry for everybody who has not gone through divorce or you know you don't really want to hear about it i'm sorry but the first two three episodes might be about my divorce okay that's just me that's how i'm feeling 
and that's what y'all gonna feel but i'm gonna make sure i give it to you um in a way that y'all can learn from it because even if you're not married even if you've never been divorced you can still listen and you can still gain from it because god forbid you ever have to go through it okay um you know divorce has its highs its lows its funnies its sads but let me tell y'all one thing that i did not know and I didn't learn and I never saw, you know, because some things when, when you see other people going through a divorce, you don't get to see the, the backstage yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? You listening to the stuff that they want you to know about. You know, they calling you and they telling you what they want you to hear. But you're not hearing, you know, about how weird and awkward it is to do the first drop off or, or pick up with your kids. Like, you know, I remember just being like feeling, feeling anxious because I was like... Oh, I want, you know, I want him to come over. You know, I want to see him. I ain't seen him in, the, in a while. I can't wait, you know, trying to make sure you put on your booty shorts at the door. That, let me tell you, okay? We talking six degrees of separation here, okay? And I was like, ready, ready on certain days. Like, okay, he, he on his way with the kids. Let me put on my little lace panties. Let me put on my little booty shorts and see what's going on maybe i might little tempt him a little bit maybe he might want to go into the back room you never know that that's how it start off but people don't tell you about that you know like do i you know if i gotta go pick him up from his from from my in-laws it's like mm, do i say hello to grandma or do i slap the fuck out of her for allowing her allowing me to marry her son and she knew he was raggedy as hell like you know or do i greet her like you know hey what do i call her at this point do i say hey mom do i say hey grandma do i call her by her name hey Susie. hey miss Susie. how you doing like what do you do um you know do you act sad in front of your children like oh i'm gonna miss you guys but like deep down in your heart it's like oh yes i'm about to turn into a whole thought this weekend because y'all gone what do you do people don't guide you on that because people don't want you to know the the weird and the uncertainty and the and the and the funny the real funny things that are going on in their divorce people are so hush hush about it where i feel like you know just as loud as we are about our invitations because I'm going through it. This is because, I, because I'm going through it, okay, y'all? This is not because, you know, I feel like this is, you know, what everybody should be doing or anything. But because I'm going through this, these are my feelings. And, you know, I feel like we ought to be honest. Um, you know, you get on Instagram and you get on Facebook and you tell him, oh, yes, I'm making my invitations this week. Pictures of you and your girlfriends at the winery uh, with your bride and bridesmaid shirts on. And you giving us all of that. And then we go to your wedding and we getting all of that. And then we go to the reception and we there through the baby showers and stuff. And then as soon as divorce come, everybody be like, oh, girl, shh. Don't tell nobody. Be quiet. Don't, you know, don't share that. And it's like, but why not? Right? The same way you saw me get married, the same way you should probably look at somebody and as they get divorced. Like, let me see your whole show, Negro, so I can learn, so I can take some notes. Because I took your little notes for your wedding planning. Now, your divorce planning. Why don't you uh, shout out your... Uh, divorce lawyer <laughs> you know why is divorce looked at all weird um like it's like 
Ah, she's divorced. Like my series, if I could name these next two or three episodes, this series is like divorced, not damaged. Um, because I can't like, you know, I cannot tell you how many times like within the past few, the past like year or so where I've maybe met different men or you know starting dating again child it is the ghetto oh my god yes you hear me it is the ghetto but that i'm gonna save that for another episode honey because i could talk about that for a long time but in my first like you know few experiences it was like so why you get divorced you know what happened and then you know it's like why are you talking to me like that why are you making it seem like my divorce is like the like that means that something is wrong with me like i'm damaged goods and i'm not i'm divorced that just means i decided to step away from an agreement that no longer worked for me do you frown your face up at these celebrities when they breach contract or when they decide they don't want to be with an agency anymore okay i take that back yes sometimes we do right <laughs> sometimes we do okay lebron leaves cleveland to go to la we got our faces all turned up Okay, that's kind of what divorce looks like, but does it mean that LeBron is not a good player? No. It just means he decided to go with another team because this team don't work for him no more. So we got to start looking at divorce like that and looking at divorced people like that. Those are some bones that y'all need to stir up. Stir them bones right there. I just gave y'all some bones. Stir that pot real quick. Stir that pot. I hear y'all out there stirring that pot. Because we look at people like that, whether it's divorce or anything else, it's like, nah, you know, I just decided to leave the team. Dying, you know, the team wasn't working for me no more. The pay wasn't good. Overtime hours was terrible. I'm working all kind of weird hours and weird shifts. Nah, this don't work for me no more. You know, or either you can look at it from the breach of contract. Because the contract states, for better, for worse, till death do us part in sickness and in health. And I bre if somebody breached the contract, and now we ripping that up. You know what I mean? So them some bones right there. Don't mean that the person is damaged. Don't mean that the team is damaged. Not always. Sometimes it just means I found greater and I found better. And with that, you know, um, I had so much fear in finding greater and better. Right. And that's why a lot of us stay in our marriages or stay in places, whether it's marriage or whether it's a job, whether, you know, it's the location and where you live. Sometimes we stay out of fear. And it's the fear is like the unknown. But if anything that 2020 taught me was to not fear the unknown, because whatever is going to happen is going to happen, whether you are prepared or not. So the thing is not to be fearful of what's going to happen, but prepare for what could happen so that you're not stuck in, in bad places. You know, fear. I had so much fear. I had a lot of fear even in doing this podcast. You know what I mean? Like. I was like, what am I going to talk about? What are my church people, what are the people at my church going to say if I say a cuss word? Oh, my God. My children will hear this in 15 years. What are they going to think of me? You know, um, you know, what will my friends say? And what am I going to talk about that's interesting? Never mind. I'm going to hold off on recording. We don't have to do this this year. You know, 
And, it, you know, you keep pushing things off because you're so scared of what could and what could be. And it's like, but, you know, like, what if everything did work out? Right? What if everything did work itself out? Now you like scared for no reason. You sitting there, you're not starting that business. You're not doing that podcast. You ain't starting that clothing line because you scared. And it's like, but what if the positive was to happen? And not to necessarily think about what if the negative kept happening? Like, you know, I'm all, I have, I, I thought I had. And like I said, divorce teaches you a lot about who you are. Certain things in life just teach you about who you are as a person because you're dealing with something on a totally different level. And this divorce taught me a lot. Taught me that I'm a scaredy cat. Whereas I thought I was confident and like, yeah, I can do everything. I am amazing. I'm black girl magic. I am all it is. But I was so scared of like approaching life differently. I was scared to, you know, put my authoritative foot down because I didn't want to step on anybody's neck. But it's like, well, if your neck down there, you're about to get stepped on. I mean, if your neck is down there, okay? Like, you got to get stepped on. What do you think? If you're laying on the ground, you think somebody's going to step over you? Like, no, move. I'm kicking you out the way. So, you know, when we're operating in fear, like, we could... I, I, Actually, you know, you miss out on so many opportunities and so many things. But then also, you also have to be like your spiritual life should be in line, right? Because if I'm in line spiritually with what God has designed for me to do, then, you know, it won't feel so bad. It's like, okay, I'm not so scared because I know I'm following what I think think God has, you know, aligned for me in my life. And I know that God is not going to allow me to do anything that's going to make him look stupid, one, or make me look dumb, two. So, you know, even in my divorce, you know, I had to come to that conclusion. Like, you know, God, I asked you for help in the situation, you know, and what brought us to this state of I want a divorce, you want a divorce, we want to be separated from one another. I prayed about it, okay, this is still here. So the door is still there. Got to walk through that door at some point. You know what I mean? And I definitely had to walk through the door with the big D on it. Not the big D that I wanted. Oh, my God. <laughs> but the big D divorce. Um, you know, and one thing that I would definitely want to say to all my listeners, if I could drop some some meat on those bones in the, in that in that pot you cooking if i could drop something on there it you know it would just be to let you know like to build your village build your village now you know before you even get to a stage of divorce because you want people around you who are one going to encourage the positive the positive is what Staying, you know, trying to stick it out, trying to stay married, trying to fix it, get counseling, building the family, building the legacy. That's the positive. You want people around there who's, who, who are telling you all, you can do it. You need to go to counseling. You can. Or having those people be like, it's okay if you can't. It's okay if you can't. And that's what divorce and how we let go of the stigma around divorce it's okay if you can't. 
And you need people in your village who are going to say those things to you, who are going to encourage you, who are not going to be biased, who are going to say the right words and, and use the right tone with you and who understand who you and your, your partner are. You know, I had people and, and make sure you ask God to reveal because some people in your village ain't supposed to be in your village. Some people just tourists. They not there. They don't live there. They tour in the village. So they might be friends with you, might be friends with your whole family, but they tour in the village. Add that meat to them bones. Because y'all got, y'all living in these villages. And sometimes, you know, we see it on Instagram and Insta stories, and you looking at that person like, girl, she is not your friend. You know, you want them people to be like that. You want, you want others in your village who, who are sitting on the edges of, of, of the town and saying, uh-uh, they can't come in. This person, they need to be put out. And you need those people with that sound mind in your village. Because without my village, I'm telling you, there would have been so many things that I would have uh, gotten into that I really should not be due to depression and, and you know, just like, you know, drinking alcohol. Or, you know, some people go into these different coping mechanisms that end up being actually bad for them in the aftermath. And without my village... I probably would have gotten into those things, um, promiscuity and, you know, feeling unloved and feeling lonely and those things. But with the right village around you, you will grow. They will fertilize. They will, they will water you and you will grow and you won't stay in that place of sadness and depression. You'll learn, you know what I mean? You will learn how to move forward. And hopefully by me telling my story, I'm hoping that somebody is moving forward even right now. Come on, one somebody. Come on, somebody. Will there be one who might move forward and say, I don't, I, you know, no stigma, no ties, but I'm, I'm leaving the lies, okay? Leave the lies. Leave the lies. Leave the lies, okay? I am living for the Lord Hallelujah. Like I said, this podcast is not just about divorce. I just want to make that clear. Hello to all listening to the people in the back. This podcast is not just about divorce, but I'm sorry. It's what I'm going through. It's what I went through. So I'm going to probably share a lot about my experiences. It's going to be funny. Like I said, you know, it's going to be funny. Um, I'm not going to make it too sad for y'all. Y'all not going to have to get the tissue out every episode. Um, you know, put that box away, honey, because we, we growing. We not staying stagnant. So um, we definitely want to let that be known. But, you know, for my singles, who are listening to my happily married people, to my, I just, you know, I'm in a fresh new relationship and I just really love him. I love her. I just want to be with them forever. I want to spend so much time with this person. Let me leave y'all with a nugget. You want to stay with that person and you want to know the key to a healthy marriage, to a strong marriage, stay out of everybody else's marriage. <laughs> that's that on that because that's a huge nugget and um you know we think we um should have so much access to people's lives and in certain things and you know people might share certain things with us but marriage was designed by god which means it is a sacred entity and you know 
you got to keep it, keep some, some things, you know, keep people up out of. And when I say stay out of other people's marriage, I also mean if that woman or man you dating is married, stay, oh, then you're not dating them. You cannot date a married person. Boom. I'm going to leave that there. I'm just letting y'all know. I'm just dropping just these little few. Those was for the happy people. <laughs> the happy people in the back. That was for y'all. Because I don't want y'all to be like, oh, she always talking about divorce, divorce, divorce. She's so sad and bitter. No. I need to drop some nuggets for y'all too, so I am. Don't worry, don't worry. But in the future, you know, we will talk about things. I have a whole bunch of different topics. Not just divorce, but what marriage looks like, what motherhood looks like. I am the happy mommy of two little children who love me dearly. And we're going to talk about some of those funny stories because kids are funny AF. You hear me? Okay. They don't mind saying nothing. We should probably start working more with our younger children on these podcasts because they're going to tell you like it is what they think it is and how they feel and it's cute and it's funny they get to say the things that we can't say right so maybe i should bring them on one day and we might be able to talk with them um don't know how much my boy gonna give you but my girl might give you a whole lot she just like her mom um but yes, we're definitely going to talk about some things, you know, what's going on in the world. There's been so much happening, even in the beginning of 2021. The first seven days was ghetto. I'm canceling the subscription. I don't want my my seven days anymore. Cut that. Okay. So the seven days, the first seven days of 2021, that's definitely a lot we could talk about right there but we're gonna talk about things you know whatever is what's going on in your world i need you guys to definitely make sure you're sending me what you want to talk about in your instagram um you know what's happening around around the dmv you know i am from the dc area so what's happening in the dmv what's going on who shot who <laughs> who got the best braiding who who doing who doing braids who got a sale on their lashes what's happening i need to know okay where they moving the go-go's to all right because they ain't doing them in dc no more you gotta drive like 20 miles out into virginia to get to a go-go now that's so sad but definitely make sure you guys are sending me all of that good information at neck bones and rice on ig um you know before i go i just want to leave you guys with just a tiny bit about me um, I am a counselor by profession. Uh, I work in the District of Columbia with at-risk youth. And so sometimes when I'm giving um, mental health advice, you can actually trust it. I am a mental health worker. I work with people who have mental health issues. I know a little bit of what I'm talking about. <laughs> I have a degree from Morgan State University. So I'm, I'm just a little bit of an educated black woman as well. I might come off sometimes on certain topics, very ratchet. Don't get it twisted. This is the Madam Queen. Okay, so I'm definitely going to give you a little bit of education, edutainment, ratchetness. I'm going to give you all of that, okay, because y'all need it. And I'm here to serve my people. I'm here to serve y'all, serve up these good bones. I'm telling you, it's good, that good marrow, it's good for you. It's good for you to be strong. So I want y'all to gather all of this and... I'm going to say this, and you'll hear me say it all the time. 
May the vibes be with you. May you carry them as you go. In sadness and in sorrow, may you pull them out of your pocket. May those vibes be with you.